Welcome to Hashtag Scripture, your sophisticatedly ratchet word delivery system. Call us Deliveroo because we are serving you the word with extra sauce. Indeed, <laughs> we are. So, on Hashtag Scripture, we're discussing everlasting topics. Why do I keep saying topics? <laughs> Tuppens, Tuppens, the birds. Um, yeah, sorry. On Hashtag Scripture, we are discussing everlasting topics informed by an everlasting God. That's wrong. <laughs> Everyday topic. <laughs> on. We've <laughs> 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 got 50 minutes and I'm here doing trash. Okay. On hashtag scripture. <laughs> stop laughing at me. On hashtag scripture, we are discussing everyday topics informed by an everlasting God. So, what you can do right now, before we even start, before we say anything, because this is not free, you are got to do something for us. We do something for you, you do something for That's us. That's the best okay? thing you've ever said. So, it's not free. <laughs> so, what you're going to do is you're going to go and follow us on SoundCloud and on iTunes. And to be honest with you, I don't even care if you don't have a SoundCloud. What you're going to go do is create a SoundCloud and follow us on SoundCloud and repost all of the episodes and like all the episodes. You're then going to tell your friends. You're going to share it with your friends. You're going to share it with at least four friends and three and a half family members. I don't know how you're going to do the half. I don't know how you're going to find it, but you're going to do it. That's what's going to happen. You're going to follow us on Instagram, Twitter, Twitter. And, and Facebook as well. That, that's what's going to happen right now. And then we're going to get into it. Yeah. Agreed? Yeah. Agreed. Okay, cool. Tina. The word on the streets today is something that we have held off on discussing because <laughs> by virtue of our characters, we knew it was going to get a bit sticky, icky, icky, messy. Woohoo! Sticky, icky, icky, icky. sticky, icky in this topic. I hear that. No, <laughs> no people can. Really? <laughs> the way that your mind works, you, I, you can't listen to me saying sticky yicky. And this is why we haven't talked about it up until this point. But we've seen all your DMs and all your messages requesting this topic. So we're going to give it to you the best it's way we can. You, okay? The best way we can. Today we are talking about. Sex. Let's talk about sex, baby. Let's talk about you and me. If Let's married, talk about if all married. the good things and the bad things. The word on the street today is, it's just too difficult and almost an impossible task to not be a whore in the 21st century. Whore, I was going to say ho, but we wasn't sure if it was um, a swear word or not. And people are definitely offended. And just in case anybody under 13 is listening, we're just going to say whore because I can say whore because it's in the, the whoredom. Mm. It's in the Bible. But bastard is in the Bible. But it's also, in, it's a, also swear a swear word, but it's in the Bible. So don't quote me, I'm quoting God. We're literally just swearing now. We're going to put explicit we content put on in the t-shirt. I'm just quoting God. I'm just, I'm just <laughs> quoting God. So the word on the street is, saying. it's just too difficult and almost an impossible task to not be a whore in the 21st century. Yes, I can say that. But all jokes aside, if not for the chastity belt and the purity rings and the purity preachers, pure is just too much of a hard thing to be in today's day and age. So we're discussing sex and purity. Is being pure too hard today in the 21st century? So we've got three questions, okay? Three questions. Number one, what is purity? So we're gonna do the definitions and where it comes from in the Bible. And we're also going to talk about number two question is how far is too far? What She's so b- bush. <laughs> number two question is <laughs> part two letter question. two. Part letter two. Yeah. <laughs> the number two question. I said it again. The second question. <laughs> the second question is how far is too far? Um, let's talk about boundaries. And number three, how to recover from sexual sin. This we can talk about well. Okay. Number one, we're not too sure. But question three... I mean, I know what it is. I know what it is. Whether we're doing it great or not, I don't know. But um, question number one, Auntie Forms. Okay, so question number one is what is purity? Um, And before we start... Should I give a definition? Before we start, I want to just disabuse your mind right now from the following... That's an interesting word. I like it. (laughs) From the following... It might not be real. I don't know, but we don't we don't mind about those kind of trivialities here on hashtag scripture, do we? So, um, the words vagina, penis, breast, boob, tit, bum, anus—they're not dirty words. 
she said areola <laughs> they're not dirty words like they're just normal words and most of us if not all of us have one or the other of some of these things you know like let's stop let's stop pretending that sex is a dirty word sex is not a dirty word god made sex to be beautiful god made sex to be shared at a beautiful time for a beautiful reason not to be perverse we are the ones maybe with a little bit of the help from the devil that have perverted and corrupted sex and tainted it and made it this ugly thing that you can only talk about in hushed corners and you know behind the bike shed yeah like you know in the alleyways and like we've made that we've done that to sex sex is not that originally Mm -hmm. so when I say if you hear us say vagina breast or penis Last podcast, Tina said dick pics. (laughs) Like, if you see us say those things, listen, don't... Blessed is he who is not offended in me. It is not dirty. Take that out of your mind because us talking about the anatomy of our own bodies, it's not... Okay, let me take my hands off my breast. But <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's we have to grow not, up. We have to grow up. Yeah, we yeah, have to be mature. Yeah. yeah, and I think one of the reasons that we're kind of struggling with sex as a society is because we refuse to talk about it. It's such a taboo that we let everybody make up their own minds about it. Everybody make up their own opinions about it. We don't want to educate anybody. We don't want to talk about it. We don't want to answer the questions of the children. So now when the children are pregnant at 13, we're wondering, how did that happen? Johnny, how? how did you get her pregnant? How do you even know? Well, you should have talked talk to them about it you should have been open about it you know so um yeah so that's what i wanted to say like number one sex is not kitchen table talk sex is not only let's talk about it only after 11 p.m watershed Mm. let's just be honest and open about sex Mm. you know i'm not saying we need to rub it in the face of our four-year-olds not necessarily Mm. saying that but yeah let's let's not treat it like it's something that we can't talk about in the kingdom of God mm-hmm. and in the body of Christ because mm-hmm. we can mm-hmm. um, and we should. Mm-hmm. So that being said, um, do you want to quickly give the definition of purity and then I'll jump back in? Yeah. Okay. So definition of purity to be pure purity, freedom from adulteration or contamination or freedom from immorality, especially, especially of a sexual nature. So freedom from immorality, especially of a sexual nature, AKA cool. Not being a hoe. I mean, I've been a hoe, but you're okay. Uh, Indeed or thought. Yeah, indeed or thought, which is good because that's (laughs) what I'm about to go on to. So I want to say, what? so what is purity? Is purity being a virgin? No. Is purity um, not having sex or sexual relations or sexual contact with people? Mm. No, not explicitly. I will get into it, but just bear with me. Is purity being celibate or abstinent no Mm. purity is not a condition of the body it's a condition of the heart that's very important so i'm just going to repeat it one more time purity (laughs) is not a condition of the body it's a condition of the heart Mm. okay um in matthew 5 8 jesus said blessed are the pure in heart for they shall see god Mm. it doesn't say blessed are the pure in body Mm. for they shall see god Mm. blessed are the poor in heart because Purity in the heart produces purity in mm-hmm. the body. Mm-hmm. But purity in the body does not produce purity in the heart. Mm-hmm. So it's also um, like when Jesus says, um, you know, what defiles a man is what comes out of him, not what goes into him. Mm. Dirty joke. Sorry. <laughs> you are going to get sexual in you, Wendy. I'm so sorry. I can't. I really can't help making sexual for me. Like, I really can't help it. That was what? Like, number two? That was the second sexual in you, Wendy. Do you know what it is? Alone. I, un- I understand. What, less than five minutes in? I understand that the Bible says that coarse joking is not a good thing and we shouldn't do coarse joking. I really do get it. But it just rolls off my tongue. Like, I can't even help it. I like, because I'm quite free in terms of, like, my approach to Definitely. and perspective very of sexually sex. liberated. Yeah, like, yeah, 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 we are. Like, it's not, we're not like, okay, everybody should be a nun. Yeah. Nobody should ever have sex. We're sex shouldn't even be a thing. We're not free. Like, we're just like, you know, okay, yeah, you should have sex in the right time. Yeah. In the right, you know, in the honour of your marriage. Yeah. That's fine. But yeah, let's talk about it. Let's not only, let's not pretend that, okay, until you're single, you don't know what sex is. I mean, until you're married, you don't know what sex is. Because if you don't talk about sex, then you should probably not read Songs of Solomon. We won't talk about that, okay? We got, because that's explicit content right there in your Bible. What David's been getting up to. Or or Noah, okay? Or doing Genesis when Noah was getting up to. Okay, so. Or Lot. Or Lot. They were getting it. 
Oh, yeah. Judah and Tamar. Oh my gosh. Or anything in the Old Testament oh says. Gosh. And then someone went in to someone. <laughs> and they spilled their seed on the ground. I'm telling you, listen, you lot don't know about this Bible that we're reading. You're reading a different Bible and I'll tell you why I know that. Because some of you think that sex does not exist. Hmm. Like, if sex is pretend. Like, okay, we can't talk about sex. These times the Bible is talking about sex. Every other two verses is talking about sex. But you don't want to ever talk about sex. Why? Bing. Why? I don't get it. I don't get it. I really don't understand. But anyway, sorry. Back to what I was saying. Um, so back to what, the matter. What is, <laughs> what is purity? <laughs> and so um, God emphasised in um, Leviticus so much about the, the cleanliness and the purity physically of the Israelites. And I feel like he did this because he wanted to show them what purity looks like on the outside so that they could then replicate it on the inside mm-hmm. because I feel like if he hadn't have shown them okay you're not allowed to touch blood you're, you can't touch a dead thing and then come to that would never translate into mm-hmm. what the heart um, state should be mm-hmm. so that's why all of that was there in the Old Testament now we're in a new covenant mm-hmm. we're in a covenant of grace now so mm-hmm. we don't have to worry about not touching a dead thing before you eat and washing your hands even mm-hmm. though you should wash your hands before you eat but you know you know, not having to worry about all of these things. These you can't touch a woman while she's on her period. Anyway, <laughs> that's neither here nor there. But um, yeah, so now it's, I almost compare it to like circumcision mm. where, you know, first of all, it was a physical thing mm. so that they could see like what this is to be, like what it is like to make a covenant with God firsthand. Mm. And then it became a spiritual thing where you don't actually need to do the physical thing, Mm. but the spiritual thing really matters. Mm. So I'm going to read for you um, Romans 2, 25 to 29 for circumcision. In fact, let's not even do that. Let's replace circumcision with virginity or and celibacy, Mm -hmm. right? So I'm going to read it, paraphrased with the replacement. For virginity or celibacy is indeed profitable if you keep the law but if you are a breaker of the law your virginity or celibacy has become unvirginity mm-hmm. or uncelibacy mm-hmm. um therefore if an unvirgin or uncelibate man keeps the righteous requirements of the law will not his unvirginity or uncelibacy be, be counted, counted as virginity. virginity or celibacy yeah. and will not the physical the physically un Unvirgined, okay, it's starting to get a bit, yeah, but still, um, if he fulfills the law, judge, um, I can't be bothered to read the rest of it, guys, because that dyslexia is real. But, uh, <laughs> but that being said, can you understand? Can, can you understand what I'm trying to say yeah. in terms of the it's an inward thing, not mm. an outward thing? That's yeah. what purity is, it's about your heart condition, it's about how you um how you behave it's about how you think it's about what you're um what you're willing to do for god rather than oh i don't have sex because i'm pure yeah no you're not pure because you don't have sex doing every other lewd act in the world you might be doing crazy things let me tell you something guys this is going listen you might want to cover your ears if you're squeamish for about 20 seconds not you. You ain't squeamish. <laughs> you, you ain't no kind I of squeamish, really girl. Ears, guys. So, so anyway, I know. Okay, not necessarily in the Christian faith because we just have sex. We just, we just don't care. We just disregard all that thing. But in other faiths where they're not supposed to have sex before marriage, but they want to, they'll have um, anal sex mm. instead of vaginal sex. Mm. I feel like that excuses it. Mm-hmm. I have a friend who works in hospital who says that she regularly, regularly has to. Um, Patch up booty holes. Yeah, basically that's do um, anal reconstructions, rectal reconstructions, because that's what people do instead. That's not purity, guys. That's not. That's the opposite of purity. That's my like, mind is all over the place. Right it's now. that's the opposite of purity. Like you're so you doing it that much. Do you know what I mean? Like it's crazy. Like um, and with that much vigor. I mean, I don't really understand. You're, you can uncover your ears if you if you cover them, but basically, purity is not about what you do or don't do. It's the same thing where holiness isn't the um, the absence of sin. It's the presence holiness. of God. <laughs> holiness. So it's, it's the same with purity. Purity is about the presence of a pure mind and a clean heart, not about the absence of impurity. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Not so much. I don't want us to get too bogged down in what we are or aren't doing, mm. but rather in the condition of our heart mm. because if you're not doing all those things but you really really want to mm-hmm. you know you're not pure that's not pure either mm. purity is about the condition of your heart um so to bring it specifically to sex 
Um, First Thessalonians 4, 3 to to 5 says, For this is the will of God, your sanctification, that you should abstain from sexual immorality, that each of you should know how to possess his own vessel, which in the English Standard Version it says, control your own bodies in sanctification and honour, not in passion of lust, like the Gentiles who do not know God. Um, and and then in Galatians 5, it talks mm. about the fruit of the spirit, right? Mm. And one of the fruit of the spirit is self-control. Mm. If you don't have self-control and to the point where you cannot be around your boyfriend or girlfriend without having sex with them, mm. then that's a problem mm. because, or without, you know, doing heavy petting or, you know, sending sex messages or whatever, like whatever it is, that's a problem if you don't have any self-control to stop yourself from doing that mm. because that means that the fruit of the spirit is not flourishing in you, mm. you know? Um, I mean, that's all I really have to say about purity, yeah. really. I think it's quite simple, but it I is. want it to be really that, yeah. focused on as an inward thing, not an yeah. outward thing. And I agree. I definitely, I thank, I thank God that you've come from that perspective because we can always talk about for days the fact that you know god intended sex for marriage mm-hmm. um and he wanted it because he you know he wanted it for marriage because that was the union that he created and it's enjoyed the best and the most in the union of marriage and there's lots of scriptures that we can read but also god says a lot about sexual purity and the fact that you should be sanctified and avoid sexual immorality so mm-hmm. that's not just only having physical sex you know what i mean any forms of sexual immorality which can also include um pornography you mm-hmm. know what I mean and um, masturbation and stuff mm-hmm. because people are like okay I'm not having sex with anybody else but I'm um, you know you're you're wanking yourself off and you're giving yourself a good time in the shower like you're not sexually pure it doesn't I don't understand what you're, you're saying or what you're doing I'm sorry if I'm being lewd but I want you to I want to be honest yeah. because people will make excuses for everything okay I'm not having sex with somebody else but you're having sex with yourself yeah you know you're still arousing yourself to the point of ejaculation then you have a yeah. There's an issue you're still not sexually pure um so god talks about this and there's many scriptures that make reference to this ephesians 5 verse 31 and um one of the reasons why we have to talk about it is because the church isn't talking about it properly mm-hmm. and because the church isn't talking about it properly um we're not too sure on the correct discourse and what the world has made it where sex is just conducive in any sphere of or society is not God's philosophy. Mm-hmm. God's philosophy is very strict and stern on what is sexually immoral um, and so and what is pure. And so that's one of the things that we just wanted to definitely make sure that we are sure on is that being sanctified, being pure and being acceptable to God extends just beyond who you are physically having sex with or who you are having phone sex with. You know, it's, <laughs> Whoa, talk about it. You know, it extends extends more, more to that. So those of you who were like, OK, yeah, I'm I'm pure because I'm a virgin or I'm pure because, you know, since I've given my life to God, I haven't slept with anybody. So, you know, my sex count has erased, you know. I mean, like it's like we've I revirginized. Yeah, you started again, honey boo boo. No, you know, <laughs> you know. So we definitely, and because also people condemn themselves if you yeah. had sex before or you're currently struggling. People really condemn themselves and thinking, oh my gosh, I'm so far away from sexual purity because I've had sex before or I just had sex with my partner a couple months ago, and they condemn themselves almost to the point of not being able to ex- um, receive God's grace. Yeah. And that's something that we wanted to also highlight is that. Don't beat yourself up. Yeah. Um, What's done is done. Don't beat yourself off. (laughs) See? (laughs) (laughs) No, we need to We need to finish the podcast. I can't do it. Uh -uh, No. (laughs) I can't do this podcast. (laughs) Now relax. (laughs) Jesus. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, you (laughs) are (laughs) familiar. I can't do this podcast. Let's move on, okay? okay um, so yeah, so that's point number one. Okay, <laughs> that's point number one. Um, we've definitely tried to make sure that we understand what purity is and what purity is not. It's not the absence of physical sex mm-hmm. um, and purity. And purity, yeah, purity isn't the absence of physical sex. Um, so question number two. Do you two, mind if we just okay? I don't. Obviously, you're gonna think I'm just doing this to do this, but I just want to just list a couple of the things that. I'm not, oh wait, do you do that in boundaries? Yeah. Okay. But in terms of like, do you get specific? Yeah. You get specific. I get real down. Like down real specific. Okay, cool. The crevices. I might just add something. Yeah, something you can add. But, but let's okay, go. Okay, so question number two. How far is too far? Do you want to start? And, uh, then, I'll, yeah, sure. and then I'll take over. Oh wait, one, one thing I also wanted to say um, regarding purity and um, sex in the right confines of marriage. I want to really 
let everybody know that just because you are married doesn't mean all the sex you are having within your marriage is to the standard of God's purity. Because... Oh, uh, yeah. For example, as an outlandish example, but it's very real and it does happen, spousal rape, just because you are married to someone doesn't mean you can now have at it, do what you want. You can you can take them whenever you want because that's, that's yours. It belongs to you. I wish no, somebody would. That's not okay. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Um, just because you are married doesn't mean you can... Um, practice sodomy hmm. it's it's still sodomy hmm. just because you're married doesn't mean you can engage in orgies hmm. they are still orgies hmm. you know just because it might be swingers and just two married couples hmm. doesn't mean you can have sex with each other or watch hmm. each other or do hmm. voyeurism there's hmm. still married people who masturbate still married hmm. people who watch from pornography hmm. you know I, there's you know married people who their wives don't understand or their husbands don't understand why they need to masturbate why they need to have hmm. pornography in their lives hmm. but it's because of the impurity, mm. you know, and I want to really stress that, that just because you're married doesn't mean that everything you're doing within the confines of sex is correct or mm. pure mm. or is approved by God. Mm. So that's really something that, like, if your wife is really, really, really tired and she don't want to have sex and you're pestering her... You can't just say, okay, her, just lay there. That's not... You know, that's great. not that's not loving. That's not that's the, not the kind of it. sex that God wants you to be having. Yeah. So, um, yeah, so that being said, moving on to boundaries. Um, for me... I feel like I'm quite strict on this because I know where I've come from. Mm. I know that I'm just not able to handle any kind of mm. nothing, mm. you know, because, like, yeah, like, I, I mean, I've said it before, mm. sex. You enjoy like, it. I, I kind of like it. Like, mm-hmm. I kind of like it. I'm not going to lie. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's, it's all right. Nice like, it's kind of nice. It. Like, but I understand now, mm. through being saved, through God renewing my mind, that there are appropriate times and inappropriate times to have mm. sex and there are appropriate, um, you know, there's a place that my heart needs to be and it's not there at the moment Mm, and there's a place that my life needs to be that it's not there at the moment so Mm. I don't want to participate in it Mm. so I think the the question was how far is too far Mm -hmm. and the first thing I would say is if you think you've gone too far you have most certainly because James 4 17 says therefore to him who knows um, to do good and does not do it to him is is sin Mm. so if you know what good is you know what you should be doing mm. and you don't do it or conversely you know what you shouldn't be doing and you do do it mm. if you know that if you're convicted of that as soon as you are then if you continue to do it mm. you are sinning mm. that's sin for you mm. maybe not for the person down the road but mm-hmm. for you it is sin so whether that is oh you gave your boyfriend a peck on the cheek and the Holy Spirit was like don't do that if the Holy Spirit says it, who am I to now come and say, oh no, but it's only a peck on the cheek. Yeah. No, you have to um, obey the command of the Holy Spirit. <clears throat> if you are somebody who doesn't get convicted by the Holy Spirit mm-hmm. when you're committing um, committing sexual sin, then I think Tina has some a list of things yeah. that you can kind of know where you are okay. within the boundaries. So how far is too far? Mm-hmm. If you're having sex... You've gone, you've too gone far. way too far. <laughs> okay, if you can see her naked breast or her breast in her bra, you've gone too far. If you know what her nipple looks like and tastes like, Jeez, my God, to- <laughs> she really did go in. I wasn't sure she far. was going to go in, but she you, went in. You've, you've gone too far. If you squeezed her her naked or lace covered, silk covered or satin covered nah, bum she's, she's in your hands and felt all the juiciness, you've gone too far. Okay. okay. If you've held his penis in your hand, you've gone too far. Love. If you've kissed his naked pectorials, you have gone <laughs> too far. Okay. You have sorry. gone too far. I'm so sorry. If you've both been a nose <laughs> nose away from each other's private like, parts. Oh wow, that is what you were gonna say. I was like, <laughs> I thought she was gonna say, it and it is what she said. If you've if you've been a nose away from each other's private parts, you've gone too far. If you've had phone sex, you've gone too far. If you've laid in the bed to with each other, completely naked, starkers, and rubbed and shared bodily juices, you've gone too far. Anything that looks like or smells like or sounds Jeez. like sex. It's too far. Mm-hmm. Please note I said smells like and sounds like. like, okay? It's gone too far. Be realistic. You know what you like and you know what your triggers are. You've gone too far. Yeah. But I mean, even before it gets to the triggers, that's where I feel like you've gone too far. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Especially for someone who's really, really, really trying with this pretty thing now, from now on, from this day, Lord, please, I beg. <laughs> you know, from, from this day. <laughs> you, you know, yesterday I'll be too. No, I'm joking. But, um, like... It's, I, I know that, for example, um, like, if I'm to kiss someone, I know I'm going to get turned on. So mm. for me, I don't even feel like... Mm. I feel like my husband's going to be able to... Going to just have to be able to understand that before 
we are husband and wife, mm. I can't be there macking on you. Do you know what I mean? It's not, we can't do that because for my mind goes straight to other places. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Like my body responds to that. So mm. I'm not going to put myself in that situation. I don't want to put myself in situations where I know I'm going to slip mm. because I know. And the Bible says, don't put any confidence in the flesh. And it's so important because we put confidence in, oh, I've been abstinent for eight years now. So mm. obviously I'm not going to slip. Like, mm. who are you kidding? Mm. Who are you really kidding? The flesh is sinful. The, sl- the flesh has a sinful nature. The flesh doesn't care if you're married, if you're single, if you're human, if you're not human. The flesh is flesh. Mm. It, it, it it wants to do what it wants to do. The lusts of the flesh are real and they are powerful and mm. the devil is waiting waiting like a doll mm. for you to to let him in. Do you mm. know what I mean? He is roaming around like a lion waiting mm. to devour you, you know? <laughs> what was it saying in Genesis that um sin is waiting at the door yeah. don't let it in yeah. don't just be like oh come in yeah. like you have to guard That's your heart you, here. you know <laughs> like you have to guard your heart. So for me a couple of the boundaries that I feel like I need to have um, are the following no making out whatsoever so when I say making out I mean i.e. no interlocked lips and mm-hmm. most certainly no tongue mm-hmm. I'm sorry I can't mm-hmm. I really can't. Mm-hmm. I just can't have your tongue in my mouth I mm-hmm. can't um, no inappropriate touching of any kind mm-hmm. you should not know my cup size from first hand experience it you, you shouldn't first hand <laughs> I see what you did there <laughs> <laughs> you you shouldn't you shouldn't know I shouldn't know what your abs feel like I don't need to know we don't need to know how small my waist is from you measuring yours, it with a measuring tape you don't need to know you've got eyes you can see I'm not even saying you can't look I'm, not that you should I, be I lusting over me my man look look well <laughs> not the way that Tina's saying it, it but you know <laughs> like because I'm not trying to turn you on and you're not trying to turn me on let's just be pure you know let's not have our minds be doing a madness whilst our bodies are not because it's mm. the same thing to jesus mm. um no late night visits whatsoever so late night what am i classifying late night as if the sun has gone down you should not be in my house <laughs> if the sun is not up mm? no but i think maybe nine o'clock nine, nine o'clock after nine mm. maybe you should be leaving mm-hmm. maybe you should be going out even then no extended periods of time alone with just me and you because it doesn't matter what time it is or whether the sun is up or the sun's not up I'm ready to go go fam you get me so it doesn't really matter to me what time it is what time it is do you know what I mean if we're alone (laughs) then things can happen so no extended periods of time no um, no being alone for extended periods of time and I know that a lot of people probably listen to this like this is extreme Mm. you know and but you're talking about what's for you, I'm I, well, I'm talking about and what I feel like I need to do, yeah. and I'm 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 saying what is wise. What is yeah, wise, you're right. Yeah. This is wise. This is wisdom, and this is from experience, guys. Yeah, yeah. Because you know, yeah, you know, I know what I'm talking about here. No sleepovers whatsoever. No, in the same bed at all. None. No me. Okay, me and you are in the same bed. No, none. Hmm. Because. When you're in the same bed, oh, you just accidentally roll over and then, you know, some morning glory is accidentally pushing against you and then, no, none of that. None, zero. As in actually zero, as in actually minus one of I that. I just want you guys to note that she said morning glory. That's what they call it. Okay. That's what they call it. That is literally, okay. So, um, no falling on, asleep on the phone um, to each other every night okay yeah it happens once or twice fine i'm not you know but if it's every night these times where's your where's your where's your nighttime prayers of god where's your nighttime mm. bible study you're on, the, you're on the phone three hours four hours a night mm. that's that sounds like dead works to me personally mm. um yeah and i just think i'm just gonna literally i just have to lay out those boundaries and say listen future husband miss me with all that <laughs> i don't need any of this mm. if this is what you want then i'm sure there's plenty plenty mm. literally four billion girls on this earth who mm. are willing mm. but me i'm not willing because mm. i know that where i am with god right now i don't want to lose that and mm. i'm sorry but especially not for somebody who cares more about orgasms than mm. they do the 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 destination mm. of my eternal soul mm. i can't have you want to entice me and want us to slip and you know oh Mm. you're doing it because you have to Mm. we both need to be on the same page that we both want to stay pure for god Mm. because we love god so much we love god more than each other i can't have you love me more than you love god it's not gonna Mm. work i'm not i'm nobody's idol sorry Mm. miss me with that i don't want to be involved do you know what i mean Mm. so um yeah i I, i'll wait for marriage and if nobody comes along who wants to marry me under those conditions i'm okay to stay single mm. i know there's a lot of people who are not okay to stay single but as for me i like my own company very much mm. i enjoy being alone mm. very much mm. 
and I'm lit. So, mm. sorry, I'm lit. So mm. I don't, I mean, not that I don't need a husband or whatever, but what I'm saying is that God is sufficient for me. Mm. So if a husband, if, if a guy comes along and he thinks this is too much, oh, this is too much, this is too legalistic, mm. da, 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 that's fine. But for me, I know that I struggle with sex a lot. Mm. You know, maybe you guys, you guys are all holy, I know. Everybody listening, you're all holy. You don't struggle with sex. Me, if I look at you, it's on. So let's not look at each other too long, innit? <laughs> hmm? Yeah, me. I mean, I, I like for me, have struggled with it in the past. And currently, I'm not saying that I'm completely absolved from it because, again, touch me in the wrong way or in the right way. You know? <laughs> Depends <laughs> how you look, you know, you know, and wear that suit that I like. And, you know, it could, Ooh, be, the an, it, it could be an issue, you know what I mean? And so, you know, you have those who say, yeah, you know, pass the watershed 10 p.m. and don't be alone in the house. But for me, and I, I'm glad that for me said for her personally, but for me, as somebody who has a full-time job and is also a full-time mum, I can't actually physically talk to you until 10 o'clock, you know? No, but I don't say that you can't talk. No, but what I'm saying is being alone and, in the yeah, house. And see, and see you until late in the evening because after I get home from work, personally, this is me, mm. after I get home from work, I'm now in mummy mode. And so now I put him in, I put him to bed, then I do housework and then I'm able to pick up whatever I need to pick up, if it's work, whether it's extra work, whether it's ministry stuff or now it's time to talk to you or now it's time to come catch a late night Vapianos, whatever it may be. Yeah, but that's like, at Vapianos. That's, that's not Vapianos. in someone's or, house. Even if it's a case of coming to your house or you coming to my house, you know what I mean? I physically can't have relationships before 10 o'clock because there's no time for me personally. You know what I mean? So I've had to navigate and create my own kind of, um, create my own kind of way of navigating through sexual immorality and being turned on with the confines of what my life is able to do what I'm able to physically do me personally I'm a snuggle bunny you know what I mean ask for me I'm extremely tactile I touch her all the time not just with dudes well, as in, it's like unwarranted touching <laughs> so, yeah, I'm, 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 I'm a snuggle bunny I'm tactile I like intimacy intimacy for me is something that I like that I crave I enjoy and even it's like okay extended periods of hugging like hug me like even if my even if my best friends even for me you know what I mean I like intimacy and so for me I know that too much intimacy is a problem for me you know what I mean but certain things don't trigger me so as for me said like if I kiss if we kiss then I'm triggered for me kissing is not necessarily a big trigger for me neither is seeing you naked um no see here no see now you're going from what is um why for all no 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 this is not about you this is about what is appropriate and what's yes, not appropriate. No, I'm not getting there. No, I'm getting, no, I'm, I'm getting okay, there. I'm fine. getting there. So for me, kissing is not going to trigger me. Neither is nakedness going to trigger me. Um, but for me personally, it will be, if, you know, if you push a couple buttons in the right sequence and in the right order, then I'm triggered. But I know that that is not where I'm supposed to stop at, that these are my triggers. Can you see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I'm not, I'm not going to stop at, okay, my triggers is only if he pushes oink 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 and squeak then that's when I'm going to be turned on no I have to still realise that what is wise mm-hmm. is that even though I'm not turned on by kissing even though I'm not turned on by seeing you naked but what is wise would be for us to not kiss mm-hmm. you know for me to not see you naked you know for me not well, it's to not be only you in the relationship exactly for, yeah. me, for me not to, to to you know be in the same bed with you that's not wise and the bible says in Proverbs 4 verse 7 wisdom is the principal thing and therefore get wisdom and all you're getting get understanding you know and I've, as I said we've been there I've been there done that got the t-shirt the stretch marks and the walking talking reminder of <laughs> of, 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 of of sex you know what I mean so I can definitely tell you a thing of two but it's not also as I was going to say it's not only about your triggers mm-hmm. and your and um, your specific boundaries. It's about what is wise and what God would say is wise. What, what the Holy Spirit would say well. is wise. And you know, you're, if you're doing something that you know that the Holy Spirit isn't can't be involved in or can't be a part of, then you know that that's not wise. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So question number three. I think we did that quite well. Mm. Question number three: How to recover from sexual sin? For me, how do we recover from sexual sin? Run to God. <laughs> Full stop. It's amazing. No, I'm joking. Um, it's really important to understand that when Adam and Eve fell in the garden, the first thing they did was hide. Mm. And that was the last thing they should have done. 
They should have gone to God and said, God, I messed up. Mm. Bad. Help me. Mm. You know, but instead they felt like they had to hide themselves, that they mm. had to cover themselves, that they had to pretend that nothing had happened. Mm-hmm. That's not what they should have done. Mm-hmm. What you need to do if you're um if you if you fall into sexual sin, if if it's something that you have been doing or that mm-hmm. you are currently doing, mm-hmm. you need to run into God and say, God, I'm struggling. Mm-hmm. God, I've sinned. God, I've you know, I I've done something bad and mm-hmm. I need your help. I need your salvation. I need you to rescue me. Mm-hmm. Because um, you know, you have to you have to use him for what he came to Jesus came to die for your sins mm. so when you say oh I can't be forgiven because I've slipped sexually mm. that literally makes no sense mm. you it's like you've missed the whole point mm-hmm. completely mm-hmm. that's literally exactly why Jesus suffered mm-hmm. it's for your sin so what I don't want anyone to kind of sit here and think oh, oh well I'm I'm currently having sex with my boyfriend or I'm currently having sex with man, random strangers um, so that means that I'm disqualified from this no mm. there's no disqualification especially not because of sex you know mm. I think uh, what what could you do to disqualify yourself from the grace of of God I don't mm. really know mm. I don't think there is much you can do mm. but you know starting a satanic worship cult mm. even then people have come back from that mm. and, and um, you know been saved yeah. after being Satan worshippers so if a Satan worshipper can receive the grace of God mm. and the salvation of God why what is common sex yeah. that everybody has at some point or well, yeah. not necessarily everybody but yeah so I think, yeah, just run back to God and just give him your all, you know, set, make a decision, make a conscious decision and say, do you know what, God, I don't want to do this anymore. Mm-hmm. Help me. Mm-hmm. And just be open with him and be honest and let him work in you. Mm-hmm. Because sometimes we, we the reason that we want to keep, you know, um, going late nights at our male friend or female friend's house and um, staying over and sleeping in the bed together and all of this is because we don't want to change but you have to make the constant decision to change once you make that once you renew your mind you say I do want to change you will change Mm. there's no doubt about it God will make it happen but if you're really secretly you don't really want to change so you keep doing the same thing because Mm. you're like oh it doesn't matter it's not that serious Mm. then he can't help you you have Mm. to run into God and you have to surrender to him Um, 2 Timothy 2.21 says therefore if anyone cleanses himself from what is dishonorable he will be a vessel for honorable use set apart um set uh, set apart as holy useful to the master of the house ready for every good work start afresh today the bible says if you were doing dishonorable things before and you don't want to anymore you decide not to anymore you automatically now by the blood of jesus have now become Mm -hmm. a new creature Mm -hmm. you're a new person all of that past sin is washed away. You're no longer a slave to sin. I'm no longer a slave. Sorry. I am <laughs> a child of God. Amen. Mm-hmm. So don't don't feel like you've gone too far because the the word of God says that God's arm is not too short to save. Come on. He will no matter how far you've gone, if you're a Satan worshiper and you've been doing sexual rituals with animals he can still save you. Mm. He can still save you. My God is not dumb. He's not deaf. He's not blind. It's not that he can't see you because you're too dark. Hmm? You're you're too blick with sin, so he can't see you. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, just run into God. Just let him do what he's got to do. Yeah. And that's it. There's yeah. no there's no such thing as unredeemable in the yeah. kingdom of God. I'm sorry, there isn't. Yeah. So if you are unredeemable, it's because you want to be, yeah. not because he wants you to be. Yeah. Um, and I've got a couple steps. Um, this is going to be heavily scriptural. So you may want to pause, get pen and paper, or you may want to just now come out of the SoundCloud or iTunes or iTunes app and then open up your notes and take these down. Number one, or yeah, number one, repent. I think that's the first thing is Second Chronicles 7, 14. If my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways and I will hear from heaven and I will forgive their sins and will heal and will heal their land. Repent means making a conscious decision to turn from your wicked ways and not do it again. It's not a 360 because then you come back to the beginning. (laughs) It's a 180. Okay. First John 1, 9 says, if we confess our sins, he is faithful and just and will forgive us our sins and purify us from all unrighteousness. Um, Second thing, accept forgiveness and grace as for me says there is nothing that god cannot forgive and there is no there's nothing that grace cannot touch you know second corinthians 6 verse 2 says for he says in the time of my favor i heard you and in the day of salvation i helped you i tell you now is the day of of god's favor now is the day of salvation hebrews 4 16 let us therefore come boldly unto the throne of grace that we may obtain mercy and find grace to help in the time of need 
Um, third point, make a vow to yourself and God. Make a vow, make a promise, promise to yourself. Make an earnest, it's not just at the beginning of the year in January where we make New Year's promises or New Year's resolutions. Make a vow and a promise to God. Isaiah 41 verse 21 says, present your case, says the Lord. Bring forth your strong reasons, says the King of Jacob. Make your vow to God. Talk to God about what it is that you want. Make a promise to yourself, you know, make it part of your affirmations or your confirmation or your confessions every day. You know, um, point number four, I don't know why I keep saying that, is have someone to be accountable to. Someone you can tell you're horny and will, and they will tell oh, you, horny, literally, horny, they will horny, tell you not to, to check your man or your girl for the next 48 hours. Like, you need to have someone that you can tell, listen, I am in heat right now, you know? Have someone that you can be accountable to. Hebrews 10, 24 says, and let us consider how we may spur one another on towards love and good deeds. First Thessalonians 5.11 says to encourage one another and build each other up. So that was repent, accept forgiveness and grace, make a vow to God and have someone to be accountable to. Also, I found this really cool article um, from Christianity Today, which talks about 10 practical steps, which most of them I agree with. Um, some of them, hmm, but 10 practical steps that you can put in place in order to control yourself, exercise self-control and to be sexually pure you know when you fall in love it's natural to want to express your love in physical ways but we have to remember that god wants us to remain sexually pure in both our actions and our thoughts and sometimes it's a tough balance but showing love for one another whilst remaining pure is possible um and it's not about burning in sexual lust. It's not about rushing to get married. You can actually, mm. you can, you can know, you, ta- can you, you can just repeat really, that again, please? It's not about <laughs> burning in sexual lust and it's not about rushing to get married to, you know, forego the whole period of being sexually pure in your relationship. You can be in a loving relationship, a very intimate, loving relationship without having sex. And, this first point I put down, eh, it's a bit hit or miss. Well, we definitely doesn't, doesn't <clears throat> agree with it. But the no, first sorry. point that Christianity Today has said is keep innocent expression special. Rather than making the innocent expression a mere prelude to heavier stuff, make the most of them. Let holding hands mean something. No, holding hands is something that is so simple, but yet it can be so intimate and leave it there. It doesn't have to be a prelude. Oh my gosh, he hold my hair. He must want to hold my ass. No, <laughs> like it doesn't, it doesn't just stop that. <laughs> Okay, she's oh holding my, my hand, so she should hold my, you know, she should oh hold heavy something else. You wow. know, do you want to hold something heavier? Like it doesn't, wow. it doesn't need to be that. You know, what I mean, keep innocent expressions <laughs> special. You know, let hugging let hugging be intimate and special it shouldn't have to go to anything else like shouldn't have to start your hands shouldn't have to be wandering you know don't venture south don't venture anywhere (laughs) keep your hands on the shoulder blades you know (laughs) it's like let innocent expressions be special make sure a kiss on the cheek or if it's a little peck communicate true feelings and isn't just a first step to further physical involvement sometimes guys will be like okay let's just kiss and then they know what they want or girls will be like okay i just want to kiss you and then they know that they want to seduce they want to seduce him keep innocent things innocent um number two pace your passion every man marathon runner knows that you don't use up your energy at the beginning of the race you need don't show up to my show if you've got no (laughs) energy you know um you need you need to pace yourself. Pacing your passion means that you realise you're trying to remain pure all the way to your wedding day, which is not in six weeks' time. It's okay to express your love in little ways, but don't start messing with the package that is sex. You know what I mean? The first time you link shouldn't be heavy petting. Pace it. Girls, let him wait for something. You know you what know? I mean? Let him wait for something. Let him give it. Listen. Men want to wait for good stuff. They will wait for good men. Wait for if they can wait, if they can be up all night, yeah, waiting for the trainers to be released at 6 a.m. in the morning. Don't think that he can't wait for you. He will wait for you. If he wants you, he'll wait for you. You know what I mean? Pace your passion. If he doesn't want to wait for you, he's not for you. Yeah. He's not for you. Like, literally, he's not for you. Number three, don't feed your fantasies. Me, as I said previously, things happen in my head. I'm a head kind of person everything is in my head you know what i mean i have fantasies 
literally everything is in her head, including the conversations that she had with me. She doesn't have them with me. She has them in her literally, head. Literally, everything is in my head. So I've got fantasies for days. I know how I want to give it to you, when I want to give it to you, what I'm wearing whilst I'm giving it to you, how you're going to feel, what we're going to eat beforehand, what we're going to listen to, you know what I mean? And I try not to feed my fantasies. It's normal to think about sex. Listen, it's normal to think about sex. One of the, just as, let me deviate quickly. I know we haven't got time, but I want to deviate quickly. In marriage counselling, people who have been married for a while, the biggest one of the biggest issues that um, Christian marriages have is the lack of intimacy and um, the the issues that they're having around sex. It's because we have been taught from the beginning of time as a Christian, never ever think about sex. It's really, really, really bad. And then all of a sudden, the moment you get married, it's on and popping. How? How do yeah. how how how? We're not saying that you should indulge in sexual fantasies or think about sex so that you when you're to get ready for your wedding night. No, but. I'm saying don't indulge in your fantasies and don't think that because you're thinking about sex that it's a bad thing, but just don't think about it too much. Don't indulge in it, you know? In the society that we're living in now with Hollywood and everything else, it's actually, it's if you say that you don't think about sex ever, you're lying, you know what I mean? But don't indulge in your fantasies, certain books, certain songs, don't be listening to Genuine Ponies, don't be listening to Keith Sweat, don't be listening to Rihanna, don't be listening to Beyonce when she's talking about what she's going to do with Jay-Z, don't do it. Don't listen to things that's going to help you to indulge in your fantasy. Remember the most important point, remember whose property you are touching. Mm-hmm. You do not own the person you are dating, you are not their father or their mother. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Remember the person that you are touching belongs to God. Yeah. Imagine that there's a sign on everyone's forehead that you date that reads property of Jesus. Do you know that you will conduct wow. yourself in the wow. most pristine that's, way? That's a point. If um, girls, we should, I'm going to get henna tattoos. We're going to put it on the hashtag scripture website. Okay. <laughs> henna tattoo, tattoo God's it property. somewhere. God's property plan. of Jesus, you know, God's property. Remember that this dude that you want to lay down, that's property of Jesus. This girl that you want to lay down not only is she somebody's daughter but property of jesus okay five make a promise to god and renew your commitment kind of like the same thing with the vow acknowledge jesus's presence at every day pray before you link yeah. pray when you link yeah. you know what i mean um pray when you eat i mean one of the things i think i had i had a, a date with somebody who wasn't too 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 christian and we went out to eat and I was like, okay, let's say grace. And he looked at me like I was actually smoking crack. You know what I mean? <laughs> he literally looked at me like I was yeah. smoking crack. No, I'm going to pray whilst before I eat. So yeah. pray before you eat. Pray as you're thinking. Be yourself. Me and for me, the whole time of hashtag scripture came out because we talk about God all the time. Yeah. So if you're on a date and you know you happen to randomly break into praise and worship, don't not do that because <laughs> you're with a dude. You know what I mean? Don't, so don't be yourself. Yeah talk about God because when you put Jesus in the mix he's in the mix yeah. you know you call upon his name once his ears listening and so, can I just add to that that yeah. um, you know what I was saying in the unequally yoked episode yeah, when yeah. we were talking about men and women equal it's really important to build that foundation from the beginning mm. that you're talking about God to your partner and you're praying with your partner and you're yeah. studying with your partner because you can't then all, not do any of that whilst you're dating and courting and then come to marriage you want to wake up at five in the morning and start praying you yeah. can't do that no, because true. they'll be looking at you like you're crazy yeah. and they'll be like this is not what I signed up for absolutely no it's true number seven agree on your standards before sex becomes an issue in a relationship talk about your standards with your boyfriend or girlfriend don't dwell only on the negative on what you won't do because that's a problem if it's a case of everything I won't do won't do won't do this is what we're not going to do that's a problem speak about the positive things like I will spend time with you I will pay with you we will go on dates we will go for walks we will you know what I mean yeah. like you will get one on one time with me I'm not saying that we can only meet with Pastor Gertrude and Sister Mary Jane you know what I mean like it's not do that's not you know Jane. so talk about what you will do as well as what you won't do Hebrews ten twenty four says tells us to encourage one another um in outbursts in outbursts of love and good deeds so discuss ways through friendship that you can help each other become better people and that's the ultimate goal is that whilst we're courting we want to be better people we don't want to bring out the worst in each other we want to bring out the best for each other I want you to be such an honourable man of God like I want you to be literally such a I want God to see you but I'm going to use him you know Mm -hmm. what I mean so because I want you to be an honourable man of God I'm not going to want to lay with you because I know that laying with you isn't going to make you an honourable man of God so you have to really bring out the best in each other and I'm done and the Bible also says, like, um, woe unto you if you are a stumbling block to somebody else. Yeah. You know, like, don't be that stumbling block. Whether it's you who's the aggressor yeah. or initiator or your partner, don't allow yourself to be stumbling blocks to each other. Yeah. Because that's, that's 
potentially a salvific issue. Yeah. You could be stealing someone's salvation by like, you know, pressuring them and not not having it. But you know this is all the word of God. This is what you should be doing. So yeah. don't guilt trip people. And then um like you know you were saying agree on your standards. Do it early. Mm-hmm. Don't do it halfway through your six month courting. Mm. Don't do that. Do it as soon before you even go on date. Mm. Tell them, look, mm. this is who I am. This is whose I am. Either you like it or you lump it, mm. as Tina would say. Yeah. You know? Um <laughs> but yeah. If you like, you like. If you don't like, you don't like. I can't come and kill it's myself. It's not by force. <laughs> it's not by force, eh? Yeah. So um yeah. Do you want to lead us in a quick word of prayer? We haven't got a hashtag script. Oh my gosh, have we not? Sorry, what was it? I don't know. What are we talking about? Are we talking about sex? We can do the one that keeps coming out about the the good deeds. Um, Hebrews 10.24. No, can we do one that has sex in it? Yeah, can we go and find one that has sex in it? First Thessalonians four three to five for this is yeah. the will of God. Yeah, yeah. For our, hash- our hashtag scripture for today is First Thessalonians four verse three to five. First Thessalonians four verse three to five. For this is the will of God, your sanctification, that you should abstain from sexual immorality, that each of you should know how to possess his own vessel. Okay, in sanctification and honor, not in passion of lust, like the Gentiles who do not know God. Take control of your own vessel. Amen. Pray. Father God, we give you thanks, we give you praise, we give you glory. Thank you for helping us to control ourselves. Thank you for helping us to wait till marriage. Thank you for helping us to realise that we are to be sexually pure in action and in deed. Thank you for also helping us to realise that purity isn't just the absence of of physical sex, but it's so much more and that you desire for us to be pure in character, pure in heart, pure in mind and pure in deed. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Mighty God, we thank you that you have given us purity, that you've washed us clean by the blood of Jesus, that you've given us your grace, that you've given us the grace to be able to recover from sexual sin, mighty God, that you're not going to condemn us forever. But if we repent, Lord, you will allow us to have a fresh start in you. Yes. We thank you that we are free from sin, that yes. we are no longer slaves to our flesh and yes. slaves to the body, yes. but that we are slaves for you, God, that we are slaves for God, slaves for Christ, um, and that you don't even call us slaves, you call us friends and brothers and sisters and children. Amen. I am a friend of <laughs> He calls me friend. I am a friend um, Yeah, thank you, Lord. So, you can find us on I am a friend of God he calls me friend you can find us on <laughs> Twitter yeah at HT Scripture yeah. you can find us on Instagram at hashtag Scripture SoundCloud <coughs> at hashtag Scripture iTunes hashtag Scripture Facebook. Facebook hashtag Scripture go and follow don't just listen to me say all these things and then not do anything and about please it please re- re- leave reviews guys we really yes, need these please. reviews so that more people can hear what you're hearing and enjoy what you're enjoying and we want to make it onto the front page of podcasts and and um, that's not going to happen unless you start leaving reviews and giving us five stars don't give us anything less than five just if you're going to give us less than five then keep it to yourself um, go <laughs> no, on to SoundCloud and we post constructive criticism, criticism. DM we want to hear it to you our DMs are very all your open. questions we have Wednesday Q&As we every do. Wednesday on Instagram we do an Instagram live for about an hour in the they evening at funny. some point they're really good and, and you can have your obviously comment and it's more interactive than this is so mm-hmm. please do join us on Wednesdays on Instagram at and thank you bye thank God you. bless you God bless bye